0: Hello and welcome to the Enjoy Church Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope this message empowers, equips, and helps you become everything God has called you to be. Enjoy the message. Hey, has anybody ever thought about the fact that even though God is eternal, has no beginning, has no end, has anybody ever thought about the fact that two-thirds of who God is, is actually generational? Have you ever thought about that? I was having coffee with Georgie. I said yesterday in the first service, actually the day before, I was sitting there. We're having coffee, and I said, "Hey, Georgie, have you ever thought about the fact that two thirds of God is generational?" And she looked at me cross-eyed. She like, she like, she goes, "I've never thought about that, but it's so true, so obvious, isn't it? Not just generational, but family generational. Two thirds of God, our God is a triune God. He's the Trinity, three in one." And it's made up of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. How many of you know that's generational right there? Fathers, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So even though God is eternal, with no beginning and no end within God, we see the wonder, we see the marvel, we see the miracle of generational blessing and relationship in the fact that two-thirds of God is the Father and the Son. So... Kidmania kids. Now, you were all on your feet a minute ago. To all you Kidmania kids, I want you to know that you are the most special uh, generational group in church today because you're not usually with us. So if you're here, I want to speak to you and all the other generations are going to listen in and together, we're all going to be able to take something home together. In Genesis chapter 17, uh, verse 7, it says, I will continue this everlasting covenant between us. Generation, generation after generation after generation generation after generation it will continue between me and your offspring forever and i will always be your god and the god of your descendants after you kid mania do you know what this means all the kids here do you understand what this means through our faith in christ jesus god has made certain promises to all of us it's what the covenant is all about but the best thing about covenant for me, to be honest, is I understand that covenant, the promises of God, are to every generation. I got to tell you, every, every moment I'm with this little girl at the moment, I just want to, as a work, infuse the promises, the word of God into her. I, wanna, I want every breath, every word that comes out of my mouth to be speaking over her and into her future, which is in Christ. I know she has an incredible future in Christ because I know the Word of God. And I know the promises of God are yes and amen, not just for me, but also for the generations to come after me. So God, kids, God wants to bless you just like He wants to bless me. He blessed your parents, probably blessed your grandparents, and now is wanting to bless you in exactly the same way. We, we see the heart of God, we see this generational blessing from the very beginning of time, even at creation. God made mankind, male and female, boys and girls, that's how he created them. I, I think we live in interesting days where there's a lot of people confused about a lot of things, but the great thing is we can all go back to the Bible we can go to the book of Genesis, which is the beginning, and see how it was in the beginning. If you want to know about blessing coming upon your life, the blessing of God coming upon your life, then just go back to the beginning of Scripture. This is what it says here. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. So God created people. Are there any people in the house? All right, so God created us. God created people in His own image. God patterned them after Himself. Male and female, boys and girls, he created them. God blessed them and told them, multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Be masters over the fish and the birds and all the animals. Praise God. That's why we can all enjoy KFC. Praise God. Because God gave us dominion over everything. And now we can enjoy KFC. How many of you love KFC? Oh, my Lord, the chicken. How many of you love the chicken? Oh, my Lord, I love the chicken. I personally, now I don't have a scripture to back this up, but I reckon when we get to heaven, there's going to be three-legged chickens running everywhere. It's just my conviction. I just got a feeling going to be extra drumsticks for everybody. Anyway, we'll see when we get there. So God creates mankind. And then what does he do? He blesses mankind, blesses, and he commands them to go and multiply. Why, why did God command mankind to go and multiply? Why? For the sake of generational blessing. Otherwise, after one generation, it would have all been over. But that was never the heart of God. God wanted mankind to live forevermore, and he wanted his blessing to go from one generation to another. Now... When it comes to the whole multiplication factor, kids, I'd ask you, maybe what you should do is ask mum and dad on the way home, how does that happen? And you'll be able to talk about that over KFC, praise God. All right, I'm here to help parents, I'm here to help, believe me, I'm here to help. What about salvation? So we see a creation, we see that God had generational blessing in mind. What about salvation? Psalm chapter 103, verse 17, but the love of the Lord remains forever, for how long? Thank you for the 18 of you that are participating today. For how long? Forever. forever. I love this. The love of the Lord remains forever with those who fear Him. His salvation extends to the children's Children. All right, generations, we're talking generations here. The children's children of those who are faithful to His covenant, of those who obey His commandments. So here we are. We are God's people. Amen. Give me a wave if you're God's people. You know you're God's, you belong to God. And He wants to pour out His love. He wants to pour out His blessing, His salvation, His Spirit upon all of us, upon every generation that are faithful and obedient To him, children, can I encourage you? Kids from Kidmania, faithfulness and obedience is gonna lead to the blessing of God. Can I encourage you if you're in the, the, the fossils of the faith group, can I encourage you? that faithfulness and obedience to God is what's going to lead to the blessing of God. The thing I love about the promises of God, they are relevant for the older generations and for the younger generations. And and we enter into the blessing in exactly the same way. So when God says he wants to pour out his spirit, all right, so we see there generational blessing in regards to creation, generational blessing in regards, regards to salvation. What about when God says he wants to pour out his spirit? What does he say then? I'm so glad you asked it. It says this in Joel chapter 2, verse 28. Then after I have poured out my rains again, I will pour out my Spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men, are there any old men in the house? Older men then. Let's go older men. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Your your old sisters are going to... And your young sisters are going to see visions. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on servants, men and women alike. So when God speaks about pouring out his spirit, he speaks generationally. He's going to pour out his spirit on the sons and the daughters, the old and the young Alike. There's no preference here. God wants to pour his spirit out upon everyone. So I have a limited time and a limited attention span today because we have kid mania in the house, and we also have some of us that are getting older in the house. And so how many of you know the spans? Anyway, moving right along. So I've got one point, as in hey, most of you come when I preach for like a seventeen point sermon or at least a five point sermon, but today I've got one. How many of you know sometimes one is good? particularly when the clock is going as fast as it's going. Seems to be going faster today than normal. I've got one tip that's going to lead to the blessing of God, generational blessing coming your way. How many of you want to inherit generational blessing upon you, upon your children, your children's children? I don't know about you. I want it. I want it all and I want it now. Anyway, leave that for another day. But I do. I want everything God's got for me, for me and for you. I'm like, if God wants to pour out his spirit, Lord, pour out your spirit. God, you want to pour out your blessing? Pour out your blessing. I want, I want to get me and my family in line, and I want to drag you all into the line, because I want the goodness of God to come upon me and to come upon you. If you believe that, you can say amen, and you can take it for yourself and your neighbor and everybody else. All right, one point today. Here we go. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways. You want generational blessing to come upon you and your life? Acknowledge the Lord in all. Everyone say all. All. Everyone say acknowledge. Acknowledge. Say ways. Ways. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways. You've got to acknowledge God in everything. Deuteronomy chapter 11 from verse 18. So commit yourselves completely to these words of mine. Tie them to your hands as a reminder and wear them on your forehead. How many of you? I have not even ask. All right. Teach them. Teach them now. To your children, parents, where are you at? Give me a wave if you're a parent. Can I encourage you? Teach your children the Word of God. Teach your children the Word of God. It's good that we have pastors, leaders, but it's up to you to teach your children the Word of God. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are away on a journey, when you are lying down and when you are getting up again at, in the Baxter house. The reality is for us, we are either at home or we're out. We're either lying down or we're up. How many of you would agree that's probably where it's at in your house too? So what is it saying? It's saying teach the Word of God all the time. Be in the Word of God all the time. Acknowledge the Word of God all the time. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. In other words, everywhere you're coming in and out of. Be aware, going into a relationship, make sure you've got the word of God there. Going into business, make sure you've got the word of God there. Everywhere, everything you're doing, make sure the word of God is surrounding you so that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land of the Lord, the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors. So while church, yes, it is central, it is key, there's no doubt about it to our faith growing in Christ. I would encourage you, if you're a parent, if you're a parent, can I, okay, can we just talk? Can we just talk? Can I encourage you, if you're a parent and you are a believer, make sure your children are in church week in, week out. It's as clear as that. Let me just put it out there. You might say, oh, don't say that. You might offend some people. Well, I hope so. I hope, I'd rather offend feelings for the sake of eternity. It's gone quiet. Praise God, smile at me. As in, as in so often, we, we, get to like, we get to 25 and it's like, I don't understand why my kids are like this. And I'm like, it's like, well, you brought your children to church like once every six weeks. Why do you think they're like that? As in, what, what, did, you, what did you think was going to happen? If, if we are serious about faith, if we're serious about the word, if we're serious about our relationship with God, then we need to bring, drag, <laughs> do whatever. We need to bring our children to the house of the Lord week in, week out. So that when they grow up, because how many of you know you train them up so when they grow up, they won't depart from it. They may not like it all the way. How many of you when you were a kid liked medicine? You didn't like medicine. They don't want to have that medicine. As in sometimes there's kids. Kids are kids. But let the kids be Kids. But we are not kids, we are adults. That's why we bring our children to the house of the Lord and teach them the ways of God. You can thank you, Pastor Mick, for clapping. Someone's like, Yes, I received that. <laughs> I'm not having a go at anybody, but it's like, Can I encourage you? Train your children up, raise your children in the house of God, bring them to the house of God. So, yes, church is key church is crucial. But I also want to say this, our homes are to be the central and most crucial place within our faith and discipleship journey. This is reality. We're going to have your children for two hours on a Sunday, maybe two hours on a Friday night, get them into friendship group, get them in a place, but you have them 24 seven. And you're like, that's why we want to send them. No, it's not. It's not. You have them. And there's no, there's no voice that's going to impact your children more than yours. More than yours. So I want to say this. Yes, we say thank you to Pastor Aaron and Emily. Praise God and all of your team, all the team. In fact, why don't all the Empire team, if you can stand up quickly, stand up quickly wherever you may be, the Empire team. You guys are awesome. Awesome. Good job. I didn't know you were serving out there. Good job. You're over there. Praise God. All right, you can sit down. Uh, And then we have Pastor Johnny. Where's Pastor Johnny? Pastor Johnny, if you can stand up, why don't we give a big shout out to Johnny and Maria and all of the Kid Mania leaders? Where are you? All the Kid Mania leaders, come on, you can stand up, up the back there, all around there, wherever you may be. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From my point of view, you guys are legends in the faith, absolute legends. You are champions. There's no doubt about it. But parents, can I say this to you? The responsibility of growing your children and the future generations coming after you in Christ is mainly yours. It's yours. The, the government, they're reaching into your family whether you like it or not. And I'm not having a go at any side of the government, but you can see it happening. It's like the school system, as in it's a challenge out there. That's why every parent needs to take the role of raising our children so seriously. Like never before, I want to encourage you to understand that this these children are a gift from heaven to you. Raise them in the ways of God, that the blessing of God might be upon them. So that now, okay, so now we, we understand that generational blessing follows after the fact that we acknowledge the Lord in all of our ways. I'm going to ask the worship team if they can come quickly. We're about to wind this up, but before we do... I, I just have some simple encouragements for you today. All right, so give me a wave if you're a, you're a parent. Give me a wave if you're a parent. Give me a wave if you're someone's child. All right, so that's probably most of us in the room. If you're, if you're, There's no Cabbage Patch dolls here, you know what I'm saying? So you're either parenting, children, all of the above. All right, we're all family. How many of you are family? You know, I've got to tell you, I love this family. I, I, I love this family. So you're not like my family. You are my family. We, we're, we're brothers and sisters from all over the world, and God has brought us together. And so as families, though, so can I encourage you as families? Because most of us live with other people. I, Georgie's not here today. She's in the north location preaching. But I live with Georgie. I hang out with these little rabbits. And, and I've got to tell you, I woke up yesterday morning, and I'm like, Oh man, I was like, I gotta see my grandbabies. And I said Georgie, you want to Georgie, wanna go see the grandbabies? And she goes, You might want to reach out to the grandbabies' parents and ask them if we can drop in before we uh, good point. But how many of you know the latte and croissants will get you through any door? You know what I'm saying? It's like, so. We bought the latte, bought the croissants, and off we went and we're hanging out. Can I say this to you, families? Give me a way if you're part of a family. Hang out on purpose. Hang out on purpose. I I used to be able to hang with my daughters whenever all every day. But I I, I don't know that I was intentional as I am now when it came to hang out time. Because like, well, we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out hanging out. Then they leave home and they don't want to hang out anymore. Well, they become teenagers. They want to hang out with each other. Friends, I want to encourage you when you're hanging out, hang out on Purpose. We're going to spend time together. i got to tell you, every time I'm with, with this girl, every time I'm with her little sister, I, I, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly what I'm speaking. I'm carrying her down the road and I'm hanging on to her I'm teaching her trust. I'm teaching her love, I'm teaching speaking over her life. I want to encourage you, every, every opportunity you get, and it doesn't need to get weird because we've all seen weird, maybe grown up in weird, people do their best but I want to encourage you just hang out on purpose hang out on purpose understand that you have a moment in time with these people and we're going to make it count make it count with your children make it count with your children's children make it count with your parents make it count with your siblings make it count with your family second thought is this learn to talk to each other learn to talk to each other you know, I love the generation that we're a part of in this time, in this era, but there are some challenges. I, I think the video games, what video games have done from a hundred years back now, they're, they're not new, but as a result, people don't know how to talk anymore. Why would you talk to each other if I can send you a text? Why would we actually look at each other in the eye? Why would we communicate? And as a result, this, just this art of communication and talking, it's broken down. We need to bring it back again. As in, if Donald can make America great again, we can make communication great again. For those of you, I just offended, I'm sorry, but I just had to go there. Not Donald Duck, the other Donald. Anyway, so learn to talk to each other. When was the last time you actually chatted with your children? Children, Kidmania kids, can I encourage you, talk to your parents. Talk to your parents. They want to hear your voice. They want to hear your heart, which takes me to point number three. Share your hearts with each other. Actually share heart. Kids, can I encourage you? Talk to your mum and dad about what's happening in your heart. Talk to them about your struggles. Parents, can I encourage you? Talk to each other. Talk to your children. Share your heart with your children. Speak over their lives, what it is that you see for their lives. Point number four, teach each other. How many of you know the older generations have something to teach the younger generations? And believe it or not, older generations, the younger generations have a lot to teach the older generations. We can actually teach each other if we take the time to sit and talk and communicate. Point number five, commit to loving each other. How many of you know love is more than feelings? It's a commitment of heart. Can I encourage all the generations? Kids, love your mums and dads. Moms and dads love your kids it's like let's just be a a family environment that is committed to loving one another point number six takes us to speak encouragement and blessing over each other you got to speak it everyone say speak it speak it speak encouragement speak blessing over each other and point number seven here make your worship experience a family experience I, i i love this family i got to tell you, I'm sold out for this family. I believe in this family. Like, like never before, it's like, this, this is my family. I love the fact that I grew up in Aubrey, country boy. I, I grew up in a town basically where everyone looked like me. A lot of them were shorter though, but whatever. But other than that, they all looked like me. That's where I grew up. Then I came to the western suburbs of Melbourne. How many of you know the western suburbs? Well, you take it around, look around. Not everyone looks like me. You probably wish you did, but can't have everything. (laughs) Just had to go there. I couldn't help it. Ah, I remember when we came down, I thought, how are we going to go in the Western suburbs? Because when I used to think about Western suburbs, I used to think LJ Taranas, Fuzzy Dice, and Mockies. That was it. That's all I knew about the Western suburbs. So we turn up, and the first day, first day we unpacked, and then the first day I went to get a haircut. I went into a hairdresser in St Albans where you got like 20 girls in there, all dressed in black, all got, all got perms back in the day. And every one of them was called Effie. Effie. It was like a tropolis now. It was incredible. And it's like, they're all talking about the, the they went to the club the night before and they're all... And it's like I'm, like, I'm like, this is awesome. And then I came out of there. I didn't get a perm, by the way, but praise God, I came out of there and I went next door I went into the fruit shop, a Vietnamese fruit shop. It was awesome. I thought they were screaming and yelling at each other, but they were just having family time. You know what I'm saying? They got fruit going everywhere. And I'm like, I love this place. I stepped outside and I realized I was home. I found my people. And now here we are in church and all the people from the hairdressers and all the people from the fruit shop, they're all right here. And I got to tell you, I love this place. I love this place. I grew up skipping the bush kangaroo in Albury. But then God introduced me to the rest of the world. And here we are together under one roof, lifting up the name of one God with one faith, one Lord, one spirit, one baptism, one gospel. We worship God together. Proverbs chapter 3 from verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight.